Hey, what is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition, episode 320. And I'm your host, Steve V, back in my studio. Everything's <gasps> always good when I'm back in my studio. Alongside right. Cody, Maurice Dorget. Dorget. How are you? Hello, <laughs> hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. And I just realized since we were off last week uh, with the holiday and now we're back in business here, I did the show in Puerto Vallarta the time before. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's I haven't done the show in my studio. It's always great to be in your own space, right? Oh, yeah, and for sure. I know you've done the show uh, in Florida when you're meeting the parents and you've done it <laughs> a couple other spots. And we can make it work, right? But... There's nothing like yeah, your but, own surrounding. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely good to be back in our spaces, our relative spaces, in our comfortable zone, where it's like being back in the womb, really. So yes. I'm glad to be back in my, re- in my <laughs> Oh, okay. Well. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is our Wednesday night live show that is live streaming, so we want to hear from you. But on this particular December 1st, it is World AIDS Day. Mm-hmm. And we want to salute all those that we have lost to the AIDS epidemic and those, of course, living, hopefully successfully, um, HIV positive, right? Just those yeah. living successfully. And it's a great day to recognize. And I couldn't help but think of a better way. I was scrolling through some different celebrations and the group Erasure. Did you listen to Erasure back in the day? No, I I totally, when you sent me the story, I was like, what is getting erased? Oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm up on them. I have so much to catch up on as when as far as Erasure is, is concerned, but I'm willing to do the work now. Oh, yeah. They were so awesome. I remember I got to see them one year, and it was at a theater, and they put on a production. It wasn't just Ooh. the amazing hits that they have, but it was like full-on sets and theater as i like to say well one of the the main lead singer andy bell Mm -hmm. on twenty-seven thousand. that was a music video that came out back in the 90s about the hiv stigma well now it's getting kind of a reboot 25 years later and when the short video the original twenty-seven thousand premiered at london pride in 96 1996 Featuring a live performance from Jimmy Somerville, the world of HIV was a much different place. The new HIV drug, at the time, the new HIV drug Uh cocktail, I'm using air quotes, that would finally curb the epidemic was only in its first weeks of use with no promises it would eventually succeed. 27,000 people in the UK had died of AIDS, giving the video its name. And the video bears the hallmark of its time. And so they've reimagined it with the same video of the 90s, but now using the original video and footage of 96, but also some narrative. So it's about just shy of 10 minutes. I'll post this on Uh tagspodcast.com, but you can also look up 27,000 at the at sign 25 and watch it. It's really moving because you also get actor nathaniel hall uh i'm not sure you didn't watch it's a sin right just yet i watched the first episode okay uh it's really a heart amazing uh you got to watch it's a sin okay but nathaniel hall is at the very beginning of the video and he is hiv positive and he talks about what it's like being hiv positive now today with U equals U, undetectable Mm -hmm. equals untransmittable, and kind of rounds it out. And there's a brilliant version that that at the very beginning, everything must change that Andy Bell um, sings on it. And it's just really, really heartwarming and then it goes into another song after it um but uh, worth seeing i'll post this on textpodcast.com um you were saying you love that song everything must change by who mm-hmm. 
did you listen to the Olita Adams version? I didn't have a chance, but I will. <laughs> it's everything. It is everything. So you have to. And I, I listened to the Nina Simone version. And What'd you think? It's beautiful, beautiful as well. So. Like eerie kind of. I mean, I love Nina Simone. I didn't even know she did a version of that. I have so she's the most played artist on my. If I had a, a wrap up, I'm I don't listen to Spotify. You know that thing is out right now. Spotify oh, wrap up, right? Yeah, but I don't know. So, oh, so every, we'll, we'll, we'll talk off. This is totally <laughs> yeah. off topic. <laughs> I'll call you later. Thank you. <laughs> so Nina Simone, I listened to her so much, and I did not even know that she had that out there and now i have to add it to my playlist great really a great video to watch if you want to just kind of take in where we were um at least in this video it's the storyline is about a kid in the uk telling his mom in the original music video 27,000 that he's hiv positive and the mm -hmm. mother's response to it all yeah not even he doesn't even die it's just that he has hiv yeah. and so you can imagine even before that, those that we have lost that didn't even get to have that moment to tell a parent, yeah. but the amount of pressure that that was is really portrayed beautifully in that video, 27,000. And then to get a reboot 25 years later to have you equals you and to have, um, you know, Erasure just kind of come out with this where we're at now. Mm -hmm. They're going on tour, by the way. heartstrings. Look them up if you can. They're on tour and Ruta, just legendary, legendary group of all time. One of my favorites. And this is a great way to honor and celebrate World AIDS Day, as well as look up It's a Sin, because it's, I think yeah. it's a great, great piece on on AIDS and yeah. um, when it was happening. So, Oh, I agree. It, yeah. The, the 27,000, it highlights how far we've come, but it, in many ways, we, we still have so far to go as far as stigma is concerned with HIV. So I'm so glad that they put that out there. And I just anticipate the time where World's AIDS Day, when we have a cure for AIDS and where it's a day of remembrance and reflection instead of like a call to arms that, that, it, that today is, it feels like to me. Yeah, because I think part of the video and part of Nathaniel Hall's messaging is there is still despite the fact that you equals you there is still some stigma in certain circles yeah. people can still they message the, this in the video people can still contract uh hiv and mm -hmm. the sooner you know obviously the sooner you would when want to get on medication and nathaniel talks about how now all he does his regimen is simply taking a pill a day yeah, uh, and seeing his doctor twice a year to just make sure everything's copacetic and cool. But yeah. there is, of course, new research that we report on all the time of of maybe not even having to take that daily pill yeah. and and more work that needs to be done. And not everybody has access to to the that pill and and or are scared to or or don't know that they even have it. So we are it's a great time if you were that we're in right now for that but mm -hmm. there's still i agree with you more work to be done and i hope we don't even have to be having a world aids day anymore so if nothing yeah. else just to remember maybe we always will to remember those that didn't have any chance exactly i agree with that all right. Well, we've got a great show for you. And one of the things that caught my eye in Hot Topics okay. this week, you know, I was, <laughs> you know, I was glued to the TV this summer watching the Olympics and it seemed to be bombarded with. I wonder why. <laughs> well, for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but there were so many LGBTQ people. It seemed like, are we watching the Gay Olympics? What? <laughs> No, it was it was the Maybe. Uh, Global Olympics, <laughs> and one of the participants, athletes, was Tom Daly, diver, and I watched him do so amazing. Well, you know, he's married to Dustin Lance 
Dustin Lance Black. I was going to say. Yes. I was going to yeah. say Lance Bass. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Lance Black. I'm sure he Black. gets it all the time. Yes. I used to see him in LA all the time when I lived there at the gym. Oh, really? And even before his directorial debut, and, and I think he won an Oscar for Milk, yep, right? Sure yeah. So even before all that, I would see him around. He had some really uh, great film and he was always running around. But he is married to Tom Daly and he there is? is an age difference. Dustin is 47. And There's I believe nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And how old is <laughs> how old is is Tom Daly? Like 20. Let me Google it. Google it really quick. He's in his 20s. Significant age difference, but it's not stopping them at all. In a recent Q&A, besides talking about Daly's career in the Olympics, they answered a few more personal questions. Uh, after the eight-minute mark, one fan actually asked the question, quote, if you switched bodies for the day, what is the first thing you do? Well, Black says, I would literally walk around naked in public all the time, at least for that day. Daly's Cringed his face up at this situation. He's 27. Okay. 27 and 47. Got it. Black goes on to clarify that if he had abs like Daly's, quote, I just wouldn't wear clothes. I wouldn't care how cold it would be. Um, That's interesting. I mean, I think when you're, okay, they're celebrities and they were put up to that question and you got to think quick. And I think it was really a sweet response. Mm -hmm. Personally, I've always been with people like I have this weird attraction doesn't mean I always get it with everybody I'm with towards calf the calf muscle. Oh, and I was yeah. not expecting that. <laughs> I know, I know. I said weird. I prefaced it with weird. And I work on my calves a lot and I try and get them, but I'm fully aware that my calves will only get so big. I have a certain frame, right? Like I can yeah. do 8,000 squats a week. And my butt will get really big and my legs will get okay, but not in the as much as you would think, right? My genetics are that my legs will get okay, but my butt just grows and grows and grows. And I remember Brad Pitt once said that in a, and I was like, yes, thank you, celebrity, for saying (laughs) as many squats. They're just like me. (laughs) They're just celebrities are just like me. Exactly. But I, I remember a calf muscle is like, I just love when you walk behind somebody and they have like, just sculpted beautiful calves oh, and yeah. i dated the guy that i've talked about on the show before from san francisco has amazing calves and to me it's just more about just looking at my boyfriend or the guy i'm dating and 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 just like lusting after it but i got to okay. ask you the question if you could change bodies with joe <sighs> okay wh- what would you, what would that be like? Is Joe listening? Because <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want him to know. <laughs> um, he Too late. Really, <laughs> he already knows. He has a really great butt, but I am not. So I wouldn't want the butt for myself. I'm glad that you he want really the butt for butt. yourself. I mean, but you don't want it. All. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want, I want it on like sauce on ribs myself exactly <laughs> but i really like his chest too i wish that i really want like a huge just massive chest so i think i would switch chest with him and then i would just get them pierced i would do what D- dustin lance black does Dustin Lance. Yep, that's right. Um, I know. You've got to think about it every time you say that. I would never wear a shirt. I mean, I barely wear a shirt now. And I would get my nipples pierced, and I would just do all the things. So, yeah, I would go ham. Yeah, I think it's an innocent, fun question. But to me, and I think Dustin DLB answered it in a way (laughs) where, yeah, I mean, he... He, they were on the spot. Somebody, a listener, like asked that question. He is married to an Olympian who's 20 exactly. years younger than him. So, I mean, yeah. And I've seen Tom Daly's abs. Yeah. You know. His butt. His butt. Ooh. Ooh. 
I hope my boyfriend is not listening to this. <laughs> but people, people always say that, though. They always say that, oh, if I had your body, I'd be naked 24-7. And it's like, no, you wouldn't. I'm, no, you would you just wouldn't. be doing what you already do, okay? I'm already always naked. Already exactly. Yeah. I'm already always naked. I don't care. So I'm here for it, whatever. So and let's be what... honest. If you, well, He's got two things. One, his husband is 20 years younger. There's that. And and I can attest to in your late forties, fifty body does change. I went around through my forties, going, "Oh, I can keep eating that burger," and no. uh, and now <laughs> the fifty year, I gotta like keep it keep it on track. Like I can't just eat eat whatever I want and expect like it's gonna bounce back. Nope, doesn't happen. So he's got that. But on top of that. He's mm -hmm. dating an Olympian, a, a medal. I think he won the bronze or whatever. He's a, he's an Olympian. I wasn't watching the medals. That's all I know. <laughs> he did. He did plays. I know he placed the the Olympics before that. And so, I mean, just to get to the Olympics alone, but he is like done well. I mean, he's got a couple things. So, yeah. I mean, you got to keep that in perspective. For sure. Can I tell you one thing before we switch topics? Yeah. So, other than your boyfriend is younger than you, he's got a, he's younger than me, and he is into fitness, and so it's related to that actually. So nice segue. Good job, Steve. Uh, <laughs> um, so we went to a CrossFit thing in New Jersey that his uncle is. I don't know. Basically, his uncle got us the CrossFit. Uh, <laughs> exercise like passes and stuff yeah yeah something like that and then he we, so we went there and can i tell you i went through the i was huffing and puffing i was like my lungs are touching i i, I had all the excuses i was about to pass out he was breathing just normal and i was i was over it i was like i can't do this i'm gonna die please leave me alone that's what that age gap will do to you yeah, I have to agree with you. I Back in the day, I used to think it was cute to work out with my boyfriends or somebody I was dating. And, you know, at this point, I kind of have my system down and my routines. I don't I would be like, no, boo, you do your workout. I'll do mine. And no, because I don't want to. I, I don't know. I'm We're probably going to be at different phases, different workouts. And mm -mm, I'll be we with my together. Well, good for you. I think that's great. But and he's stronger than me. And I'm like, wait, I'm the top. <laughs> In the bedroom. <laughs> I'm supposed to be lifting more weight than you. So, yeah, whatever. It is, I it love is it. What it is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we've got to move on. And we've got a vulnerable voices coming up. Before we get on to our next topic, you know, it's the holiday season. And I want to tell you about Adam's Toy Box, who've been such a great sponsor for us. They've been giving us a discount, 20% off using our code TAGS. But it's the holiday season, and you right now can get 25% off using our code TAGS21. Ooh. TAGS21 at checkout will get you 25% off. They've got everything under the sun of toys and you can get that. I think they'd make great Christmas presents or for yourself. Um, so check that out. 25% off. Use our code tags 21. Great Christmas presents. Go to adamstoybox.com this holiday season. All right. Well, treat yourself <laughs> well there is a recent reddit thread my boyfriend is bigger than me and okay. ask the question does that mean i always have to bottom let me read you that um i just started dating this guy and well let's just say he's packing a pistol down there i've never Ooh. been much of a size queen but even I go kind of goo-goo-eyed when we're getting it on. So here's my dilemma. I'm not as large as him. I'd okay. say I'm more average. But because of this, it almost feels silly for me to be the aggressor and top him. So far, oh. we've only done other things in bed. But I know the time will come to take it all the way. How do I accept that my size automatically puts me in the receptive role? 
question mark. I consider myself verse, so I guess I'm fine with that. I just don't want to seem ridiculous trying to top when he's clearly so much more manly than me. Um, this is part of a queer tea. Like they took this from Reddit, just FYI. I will post huh? this on tagspodcast.com. But, and they do give some advice on there. We're going to skip their advice and just give our own. Okay. I, first of all, and please help dwarfed and dumbfounded is how he signed it. First of all, I we were just talking about this on Tag's podcast episode oh, yeah. 319 the other day about total tops, total bottoms, and your role with all that. Um, mm -hmm. The fact that he is saying that he's already decided that the top means that that's more manly kind of goes yes. into our discussion the other day. Um, you called yourself, Cody, a blouse, a feminine top. <laughs> your, your words. <laughs> My words. <laughs> your words. I think I personally can just say right off the bat that I have always considered myself what would be considered a size queen. I love, like, I will, if at a bar, a cruise bar, I will gravitate towards that thick, huge cock that I see over in the corner position B over there. Mm -hmm. I will also look at porn, obviously, that is sometimes more big tops, but that doesn't mean that's my sex life. And in reality, I am, there's a thing called a big dick bottom. Have you heard of that, Cody? Yes. Yeah, that, I'm, ra I'm raising my hand over here as one of the <laughs> just raising my hand. Just unlike unicorns, they do exist. I mean, we are we're unicorns, but yes, they're not fantasy creatures out there. They big dick bottoms are a thing. Let's put that out there. I think this guy's all in his head and needs to get yeah, over it because totally. just I've been with plenty of guys that weren't very big at all. I've told the story before. One of my first boyfriends was actually very small. A couple of the guys I've been with and they were the top in the relationship and we had great sex because we were so, and it wasn't even about that. And it was yeah. very pleasurable. And I think it never, they, they never felt that query of, oh, I'm smaller. It's like, no, I think they were, confident and if mm -hmm. anything confident is a good quality to have be confident in what position you want to have or or Take be yeah. and be confident which one if you're unhappy if you you shouldn't feel you have to be any position i think it's it's chemistry and it's Ooh, whatever works that was what i was gonna say oh you okay go on take it from you here i'm handing you the baton you, you stole the words from my mouth darling <laughs> <There>. <laughs> he's totally in his head he needs to let go of that he needs to talk to his his partner yeah. about the expectations of the relationship and what his partner, he doesn't even, it doesn't even sound like he's even taken into consideration whether or not his partner wants to top or not. His partner might be a big dick bottom, just like you. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so let all of that go. As somebody who's been in their head about this, it's not, it's a non-issue for 90% yeah. of people. So let it go. And keep fucking is what I say. Oh, did I just curse? <laughs> That's okay. No, I think you're right. Because I think you can put so... I mean, we were just talking about Tom Daly and DLB about body parts. And you can put so much emphasis on the other person's, oh, they have a bigger chest. But first of all, you don't want a mannequin, a replica of yourself, of yourself. right? You want mm. somebody that you are attracted to and hopefully they are equally and finding things about you that are attractive. Not that they want to, that was a fun game I think that they were playing, but I think you're attracted to who you're attracted to. Exactly. And I think the goal is you're gonna find stuff in your boy, they're gonna find stuff in you, mm -hmm. and that's gonna create that chemistry that's gonna create hot sex. Yes, we all have fantasies and things that we like, but if the position thing, I don't think it means because one has a huge booty that they are, need to be the bottom, and just exactly. because somebody has a huge dick, oh, there you go, you have to, I mean- Top. 
automatically. Yeah. No, no, not it at does, all. Life doesn't work like that, unfortunately. I don't think people really think that way either. I think you got to find that chemistry that works. And I mean, there's a topic I don't know if we'll get to it. I hope we do about profiles on the apps. And mm -hmm. I, I always say I don't do the apps very much. I go out and I meet people in bars. Yeah. I met people in Puerto Vallarta when I was just there. And nine times out of 10, my radar or somebody that I end up flirting with, then hopefully vibing with and hooking up with, it all works out. There's just yeah. something about the chemistry that it always yeah, ends pheromones. up. And we don't, we didn't have, we didn't have the app and we weren't saying, Oh, what are you into? And what are you that? I don't even know if nine times out of 10 in the bar, like I can think of my most recent hookup in Puerto Vallarta, that mm -hmm. we even had that conversation. It just, we went home and it worked and we've, yeah, it was all good. So I think, you got to get out of your head with all that kind of stuff sometimes, right? You just, and also you never know. And like you were saying before about the whole body swap thing. Yes, I love the way that my boyfriend's chest looks. And I would love it if my chest was just a little bit bigger. But my boyfriend loves my chest. He can't get enough of it. So it you have to take your partner into consideration as well. Yeah, That's the bottom right. line. Yeah, we got to keep talking more about just body image and body because nine times out of 10, I think our perception of our body is not what real what people are seeing. Oh, it's, for sure. We're so hard on ourselves. Can I tell you in the gym, if I see somebody with my body type, I'm like, they're they're so and I'm so hard on myself. Yeah. And I'm saying, oh, I need this to be bigger. I need this to be smaller. I need I'm so hard on myself. I judge myself so harshly and I'm more accepting of other people's bodies than I am my own. So I think I agree with you. What does Teddy say? Teddy <laughs> says that you have top dar. And what is that? Oh, <laughs> oh I understand. I'm so close when it comes to acronyms and all. I must. I must. I don't you know. You do. I must. So all right. I, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm what? If I'm ever single again, knock on wood, I hope I'm not. But we just, we need to use your your top dar in reverse so okay, i can find the yeah. bottom okay there you go i could read out the tops <laughs> and look for those but i i'm not worried about you i think you're <laughs> thank you I think i'm good solid <laughs> as a rock hey, hey. come on ashford oh you did not know that <laughs> right on the top you of my head you did not know that okay <laughs> well we have time for our favorite one of our favorite segments called Vulnerable Voices, and we're calling oh, it Holidays, yes. Holidays, <laughs> based on the fact that it's the, so much. it's the holidays, <laughs> and there is a story to kick things off of, um, I don't know how we got this, the kiss into this. I, we'll, we'll just fit it in there. We'll we're going to fit it, it in because <laughs> it will fit into this. So there is a recent Argentine TV host who dived yes. into a spontaneous makeout session. Viewers of the popular Argentine talk show Los Mamones got more than expected on Tuesday when host Jay Mamon paused to make okay. out with a male guest. Yes. And in this case, that guest was Julio Boca, a famed singer and dancer in Argentina. Both Boca and Mamon are openly gay. But during a segment on the show promoting a benefit for the Julio Boca Foundation, an Argentine okay. performing arts charity for children, the pair paused to perform the song. I'm not going to say the song. It's in Honrar uh, de Vida. Okay. okay. Before they started, however, Boca paused to say he needed incentive. The host, <laughs> the host then leaned over and locked lips with Mamon amid the screams and applause from the audience. Yes. This is where we come, literally, a flush Mamon told the audience. Mamon then explained that both men had a dry year due to the pandemic before <laughs> launching into the song. Um, and after the song, Mamon's co-host, Silvina es Escudero, began okay. chanting, Pico, Pico, to encourage the pair to kiss again. And the audience quickly joined in, prompting Boca and Mamon to exchange a pregnant look. They paused a moment before locking lips again, this time in a more passionate exchange. Mm -hmm. um, I'll post Ooh. this on tagspodcast.com so you can see 
the exchange, or at least the kiss. Uh, would this, Cody, happen in America? Maybe. So, uh, maybe is the right answer. Uh, as, so, when I first saw this kiss, I was like, it looks like both parties are willing participants, so I see nothing wrong with it. But the first thing that popped into my mind was this is a Me Too uh, nightmare right here. Me Too movement nightmare. So, but it looks like all it's all in good fun, and they were both in on in on the joke. And so, I don't think that's the case here. So, I think that in America, it probably will not happen because of the Me Too movement and how it could easily devolve into something, something else other than innocent, uh, innocent play at this point. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it, and it reminded me because I was thinking about the holidays and we've been talking about on this show, the Dancing with the Stars, the British version and how there's mm -hmm. the, the two male dancers that are dancing in the current contest uh, across the pond. And mm -hmm. I was bringing up to my mom, who's a big Dancing with the Stars fan, bringing up Jojo Siwa. And she said, yeah, I don't know that I'm, she says, I don't care what everybody does in their private life. She knows I'm gay, but I don't yeah. want to see two men dance. Ah. And I was a little bit taken aback, okay. but I also, my sister was, I think, more mad and like, seriously, mom? And, I, it, but, you know, my mom's also 84 and it's her opinion. Yeah. I, I also heard somebody say something like, just say what you want during this holiday season. Just don't get defensive if somebody gives their true yeah. opinion. And I'm so good with my mom and she's 84 that I'm like, yeah, I think this kiss, this Argentina kiss, and the more we see examples of this, we're going to, that's going to be... It's going to fade away is my my the exposure. Uh, yeah, I think the more exposure we see is yeah. it's going to diminish. I don't know. What were your thoughts? Because you also went and visited your boyfriend's family and had yeah. sort of an interesting thing with the aunt and uncle. Oh, yeah. It just reminded me of when I visited them and I found myself not being as affectionate as I normally would be because, oh, my God, we kiss all this. We're annoying as hell. <laughs> <laughs> adorable. I think you guys are adorable. But Adorably yeah, annoying. <laughs> so uh, I, I just found myself not being as affectionate as I normally would be. And I think the reason why is twofold. Yes, I'm Yes, there's the whole gay thing, and I don't know. I think they're pretty comfortable with it at this point because of, like you said, the exposure and him being out for so long and other factors. But also there's the added thing of the fact that we're a relatively new couple in their eyes. Like, this is their first time meeting me, so I don't want to make a bad impression. So we'll see. Right. If it fades away, if uh, the reticence to actually be affectionate with him in front of his family fades away, or I'll keep you guys posted on that for sure. Well, was it, I just curious, did you have a conversation with Joe? Like, no, hey, where's your family with this? And what's acceptable, what's not? You know what I mean? I, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to share this, but here we go, bitch. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so he's not even thinking about this. We we had to take a shower and we went into his aunt's room for some reason to take a shower. So we went to her bathroom and he was like, get, come and get in the shower with me at the same time in his aunt's bathroom in her bedroom. Oh God. Okay. I know. Right. Well, and you're just like, taking the lead. I was like, this is a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> what's going I would have been was, like, wait a minute. Is everybody like, on? Yeah. I was a little bit uncomfortable. I was like, does your aunt know that we're taking a shower together? I don't, she's like, he's like, why wouldn't she know we're together? So I think a lot of it has to do with me and I just need to let a lot of that go. Just like my advice to the previous write-in, not even to us to Reddit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's back it up a second. I would okay, be okay with up. this if you guys had your own room and nobody was coming into that room. You went into his aunt's room. Uh, what 
was why are like, you reminding me back, what if she came back in and she's like Oops, she t- and she t- sees these two like <laughs> so she told us before she left the room she was come in to, to bother you guys oh so she was kind of like mm-hmm, getting on and <laughs> no we we didn't get anything on we we normally take showers together we Do normally you? just yeah we normally just he loves to take a shower with me it's like his oh, favorite love- thing in the world it's so cute i love He's that so adorable. Yeah. i love that oh my gosh yeah, yeah. well i mean it there, there's another story along the lines of the holidays and okay it's interesting because how do i stop they write how do i stop myself from going completely off the rails during the holidays this guy writes the holidays are always a tough time for me as i'm not really close to my religious family and most people i know are away for their loved ones what usually happens when i'm feeling lonely is i act out it's sort of a pattern of mine, I've noticed. My grinder usage gets out of control, and I end up drinking and partying a lot. Two years ago, I actually ended up missing work for a few days afterwards just to recover. I know it's bad, and I'm afraid this holiday season might be even worse because it's already been another lonely year with the pandemic. And he writes, what should I do? Again, they write uh, party in dismay. They mm-hmm. write some things on here. Um, that I will post on tagspodcast.com. You're a life coach, though. What are your thoughts on this, Cody? Look, the most important thing I think he's done is identify the trigger and its harmful reactions. Now, it's just the first step in dealing with the excess of escapism. And I, I say the excess because that's the alarming part, not really the escapism of it, because I think the escapism is is relatively normal in moderation. Um, I think it'd be really, really healthy to and it uh, escapism kind of allows you to take a step back and see the forest for the trees, as it were, and it gives you more perspective for what's going on in your life um it's a good time to do during the holidays to reflect particularly if you're going yeah if you're gonna be with people kind of figure out so what you're kind of saying is kind of figure out some of your trigger points exactly and just i think the escapism helps you not be so much in your emotions as far as that's concerned. And that's what I was saying. I was saying escapism isn't always a bad thing. I, it's good in, a, in moderation, basically. So, but I think that the fact that he's taken note of it is, is a very healthy first step. And I think that it, it will be much easier for him to do what the second step, in my opinion, is, which is to kind of diverge himself away from harmful, negative actions after his after the trigger basically so maybe like doing something else besides getting drunk maybe baking calling a friend um there's so many other ways i wrote a couple of them down hold on one second i'll read it reading i said baking or exercise is a good one exercise Exercise. is a good way of coping and just kind of dealing with your emotions and also meditating because that really helps you set into your emotions and yeah. really just take take stock of where you are in life. So I love that you said exercising. We were talking about it recently on a recent podcast. Um, uh-huh. Some of my alcoholic friends, sometimes you need something to you divert something. that energy yeah. to and working out becomes um, kind of like an addiction, but it's kind of a healthy addiction in some ways. Yeah. And it helps me. It does so much for you, your mind. And when you really get on a workout routine and a path, you're like, oh, no, I got to get up tomorrow and I have to have that energy because it takes a lot of energy to get into the gym. It does. And and so I think that's a really good one. I, I got Taking stock also- of... Yeah. The routine aspect of it really helps too. So I just wanted to add that in. So go ahead. Yeah. And finding your trigger points. I said before I had a period where it was like one year where in this story that we were preparing for, I was like, what was it about that year that I just had? And I was able to find out what it was mm-hmm. based on this story, what that trigger point that started this year that 
you know, I didn't go completely off the rails, but I acted out like this person said. And fortunately, I had so many people come to my rescue and yeah. forgive and so on and so forth. But I was just thinking based on this just story, on what was the... Tr what was the impetus that I that changed it for me? And I was able to figure out what it was and oh, based on doing this topic tonight. And oh, I was that's like, so that's wonderful. what it was when it all for that one year from 28, mid 2018 to 2019, when it just triggered me. And yeah. I don't think I ever had the full on answer until tonight. And uh, so you can find some of so those amazing. things. I knew that I got, I, I was able to work myself out of it anyways. And, and it was all great, but I don't know that I ever knew the impunist, like where it all began until it started. I to, until tonight. And I was like, and Oh my God, that's what it was. And it was a specific incident and a bunch of other things that I was able to rectify and get, whether it was certain people in my life that mm -hmm. are no longer, but it was a domino effect. But yeah. to take kind of stock, like you said, and find what is triggering you when you can do that, whether it's before, during, or after, it almost doesn't mm -hmm. matter. But if you can do that, I think will free you ultimately, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree with you. And also, don't be so hard on yourself. We're all human beings. I've been there before. My trigger is in a breakup, I become the ultimate hoe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm already a big hoe when I'm single. So <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So just don't be so hard on yourself. Just take it for what it is learn what your trigger is and move forward from that. So yeah, great advice. I, I love, love it. You. Okay. I love you too. All right. We have time for one more hot topic before thirst okay. trap. Let's do um, it. Which one do you want to do? I'll let you pick. Um, I think I want to talk about the grinder matches. Let's do that. Okay. Because I feel like it kind of, ref it leads into what we just talked about. So recently, gay redditors listed what they look for in a grinder match besides looks. A mm -hmm. sexy grinder profile pick can do all the talking, according to Quirty, especially with the dating app's recent relaxed nudity rules. But some mm -hmm. users are looking for more than just thirst traps. We're going to do thirst traps in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so guys revealed what kinds of words get their grinder gears in motion in a recent Reddit thread. When browsing grinder besides aesthetics, what prompts you to interact with other members? And there's a I'll just read you a couple samplings. Guys okay. who say hello or say something interesting instead of immediately sending a picture of their dick and asshole unsolicited, okay. even mm -hmm. when my profile says to not do that with something. Honestly, somebody else wrote, it's one of two things. They fuck me like a nasty slut. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I love but, that. But listen to this in the same <laughs> sentence. Or they seem super chill and down to earth without expectations. I could read you more of these. I will post this on tagspodcast.com. However, it's interesting the responses that I was reading that even when people said things like, fuck me like a slut and all that mm -hmm. in the same sentence they also said something like be down to earth or be say hello and because i i think when i go on the apps i'm okay. looking for the size queen moment that big dig but yeah. most of my hookups i always say i don't do well in the apps i'm such a in-person type of meeting and it's always like a cool hello or a getting to know you and then how you doing, how you doing? comes after that. And then we get into like how you really do it. And then, but it's never like grabbing somebody violently and saying, get down. I mean, well, maybe sometimes, but for hey, the most part. Hello. That has, a has its place too, okay? Hello. <laughs> is it me you're looking at? I was going to say, are you doing Lionel Richie? Are you doing Adele? Oh, and Which I hate him. Oh, my God. How but can you? Oh, we got to talk after this show, okay? The Commodores, <laughs> yes, not solo career. Anyways, but okay. what are your thoughts on this? Because, yeah, what are your thoughts? 
I think that it's what we've been talking about this entire time. Like we mentioned it earlier in the show, it comes down Full to chemistry, circle. right? Hello. <laughs> um, I'm, I love a good recall. Um, it comes down to chemistry and there's many facets to that. There are it's sexual chemistry. There is emotional chemistry. There is social chemistry. There's all types of things. So I, I agree with them 100%. I think for me, whenever I, first of all, I wish I had this list when I was on Grinder. Thank you very much for coming out with this late, guys. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> but I agree with them. I think that when I was on the, uh, the apps, I think that I would try, I don't want to fuck anybody that I am not attracted to, that I can't have a conversation with afterwards. So, yeah. And I almost feel like you almost have to put like, I am not a stalker or a killer these days. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, so sad. I, I know, but we keep reporting on these and it's like, I know. A number one, here's my license and my registration. Girl, that's a number one. Then <laughs> I might say, hello. <laughs> and then I might say, do you have a big day? <laughs> in that order please license, don't give anybody your license no. license no, no, and no, registration no, no, no. license no. and registration <laughs> big dick how you doing and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's i think gotta be the way it is i don't know okay I mean, are you said yes and then i your credit karma just uh, <laughs> let me make a grinder profile right now okay <laughs> oh my god yeah i i think but it is interesting most of these kind of reverted back to they want kind of an, a personality at the end of yes. it even when they want to feel like a slut and all those fun stuff that we all like as well but you kind of want to know can we have like some fries after you fuck me like a slut? I mean, thank you. Can, you know, Hello. I haven't eaten all day. And license and registration, please. <laughs> no, license and registration. Girl, That's all there I'm is telling to you, it. Save your identity. And you say, <laughs> oh, what if you live in New York and you don't have a license? Well, then I need passport, passport, and insurance. No. I need a I need a bill of <laughs> okay a bill with everything marked out yes I got yeah it. right uh, or we could do it like a job you can have references there you oh I like that one yes yes license are, and registration <laughs> and a list of references I you're not gonna you ever get laid business. you know that <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that well it's come anyways good luck on that um it's time for our thirst trap of the night, our favorite. They're back with thirst trap, y'all. Yes. The end of the year. And I think we're only going to get a couple more before the end of the year, before we have to vote on yes. straight up gay porn. And this week, they asked the question, out of these 20 gay porn stars, who took the best photo or video? It was a tough one for it me, was. Cody. It was I have to say. I'm just going to go with a guy. Some of them were gutter bucket. Go ahead. <laughs> One of them wrote retreat if you'd sit on it. It's at of underscore T H I Q Q boy, who I'm now following. And Ooh, he what, is looks, he's the early on at of the thick boy. Oh, of thick boy. <laughs> um, and he wrote retreat if you want to sit on it. And he's lying back stroking his huge cock and oh. he looks dirty in a way oh, in a dumb. good dirty way and, <laughs> and i want to he asked retreat if you'd sit on it i would sit on it for days and oh, i cute. followed him on twitter he's smooth he looks latino and dirty in my mind and i'm all a, a good dirty if you know what i mean all right and i'm hey. all for it you know it would be like good but then the one below him, I wanted to go Colton Gray, G-R-E-Y. Oh, he's so cute. Uh, has like the thickest cock ever. One of the thickest cocks ever. And it's huge. It's a beautiful and ass, I went too, and, by the way. Yeah, I like his face and everything else. And I'm here for that. He's in a flannel, a wife beater, and that huge cock coming out of his 90s jeans. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. they look like the you know but it's i'm here for it even with the 90s jeans i'm here for it okay well my yeah. vote 
goes to the undeniable hotness of Boomer Banks because okay, she's looking <laughs> in serio in that picture. Woo! Boomer is serving face in this. He's serving a lot of things. A lot of things are on the menu in this picture. He's in a bathroom. The lighting is beautiful. It was a little intimidating for me, but I was here for it. Did you see what was between his legs? I was like, hello. (laughs) 2.0 to me. There's a lot going on. Like he's serving lips and it's a lot. Yeah. Pouty lips and his his thumb is up to his lip and he's just looking at the camera. I was like, this is should go in somebody's salon or art exhibit or something like that. It was just gorgeous. And so I, I had to give it to Boomer Banks. He's my pick this week. Oh, and the gutter bucket part. Go ahead. Was, was uh, oh my God, what's his name? Nate Grimes. He, he Did you see that video where he uh, had nine loads in him and he, he oh, ex- expelled them? <laughs> Yes, and I listened to it, and the final load coming out. Out of the nine loads, it was either load number seven or load number eight. Got a fart sounding out of it. I just I I immediately turned it off immediately when I heard that sound. I know that's a big turn on for some of them, but when I was like, "Okay, you you didn't warn," I needed a warning on on load number seven that we were going to get the the fart sounding. Yes, I needed that. Like if you want to continue watching the loads from here on out, you're gonna get sound effects. And if you're here for it, continue. I was here for it. I I I we were like, oh my god, and and like turned it off immediately. I was like, no, he did he lost me at that. Teddy Alexis says (laughs) Teddy Alexis says, always love a boomer like yourself, Cody, but Italo Andrade is his vote for the week. And I we always love he loves Italo and I love Italo. Yeah, pick somebody new, Teddy. <laughs> I like but you diversified know, Teddy. But I remind you, the straight-up gay porn who always produces us, we thank you for that. They, who helps us with our segment, they are actually going to do a whole winner of the year award. Which I can have wait for. Yeah, and so Idolo might end up winning this thing based on you, Teddy. I mean, who knows? <laughs> but the fart boy and the load boy, I don't know. Not fart boy. His name is Nate Grimes. Fart boy. <laughs> He's so cute and beautiful. Did you but... like it when the fart came out after <laughs> load number seven? Did you still think he was cute? I did. I say I that's did. a big N-O. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that dirty ass note, we want to thank you. And you know, you can uh, always get tags merchandise. And right now you can get 30% off our listener watcher. Teddy just got his tank tops. Thank you, Teddy. And they are 30% off. Go to tagspodcast.com and hit tags merch and get it while they're hot. They make great gifts. I want to thank my co-host Cody no Maurice Doggett. No partners. <laughs> Follow him. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching or right. his personal account, Mr. Maurice. Mr. Maurice. Everything will be on tagspodcast.com. We want to thank you back in business here live. And all right. Thank you, yeah. Cody. Thank in the you, meantime, darling. continue having or exploring, huh. or fulfilling, or <laughs> dreaming about hot, gay, gay sex. sex. Yes. Yes. Yes, Your Honor.